Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Just a Gem. My name is Elizabeth, and welcome on this Monday evening, 7.30 Eastern, about to get started. This is my second episode, guys, and today we're going to be talking about how to create, run, and sustain a successful business. Now, you guys know this is Basically, this show is based on my life, my experiences, what I've done in in my life and my careers. So this is how I have personally been able to achieve the success that I've achieved. So throughout this show, it will be my personal experiences, my personal knowledge nuggets that I have gained throughout my time being all of the different people that I've been in my life, including model actress, chef real estate agent, entrepreneur, author, podcast host. Uh, And then I saw a couple comments actually way back. One of my first careers, I was actually a dancer. So all of these things I'm going to be talking about with everybody here. As you guys know, I'm very transparent. So um, just know that All the information given on this show is completely based on my own personal life experiences. I have gone to school for a couple different things like culinary arts. I have my certificate in baking and pastry. And then also I have my certificate in cell biology from Harvard focusing on mitochondria. And I'm also in Dr. Amon University's brain health course. So I'm and I'm in the neuroscience program at Harvard currently. So I do have some schooling that has provided me a lot of education. But throughout this show, I'm going to be talking about my own personal experiences. And to be honest, I feel like when you're in a career and just basically throughout life, I feel like the best way to gain experience and to become successful is to have the experience and to work inside of these industries and just live it, right? Just live it. I mean, you can have as much school in the whole world, but until you really step into that that career, step into that industry, there are problems and issues that you're never going to expect until you actually live it, right? So so this is where my knowledge and my nuggets will be based off of is basically my personal experience. So disclaimer. And now, so basically I wanted to make this first episode very, very powerful in the way that I know that I have done a lot in my life and I have some of the biggest successes that I've had is building businesses. Um, I have helped to build three different businesses. Um, Starting 2017 is really when I jumped into my entrepreneurship uh, life and realized that I love business, I love building, and I'm good at it. So what do I do? when I see things, right? This is, I fell into this type of career, you guys. So I, I didn't really sign up for this. I didn't go to school for this, but what I did notice is that uh, when I was working with my old business partner, he was running a, uh, an inspection business and I was able to see the places where he could have tightened up, right? Tightened up his business. So I was able to work my way in and show him that 
if you add this detail here, this detail here, then this goal can be accomplished, right? So I, I actually brought his business year one from year one to, to year two, his business grew financially 278%. So that was really, really, really awesome for me to experience. Then moving on, I actually moved and became the president of a mental health facility. And I was able to use all of my connections from all of my past careers to really help boost this business. This is where I really found my my love for, for building and creativity within business. I found that you can still be a businesswoman, but you can also have creative power. And you can really, it all feeds into the same thing. I mean, a lot of us really feel like you can either be one way or the other. You can't be creative and be a businesswoman or a CEO, but it's all the same thing, guys. Like creativity is what creates the success to a business. And so speaking on that, this is the business that I wanted to talk about, the business of where I'm at right now. So as you guys know, or most of you do know by now, I am the COO of Forbidden Knowledge, Inc. And I've been working with Forbidden Knowledge now almost, I would say, almost three years and probably about two and a half years I've held the basic position that I've held. So this is my advice to you guys. I advise people to find out where they feel at home. That is first and foremost. When I was cooking, I loved making pastries. I loved cooking. I loved being at home and, and coming up with new recipes and making things look so pretty and just, just creating. I love that part of things. When I was going to school, I loved it because I was learning the different techniques. We were hands-on. I was baking cakes and, and decorating cakes and learning all these great things. But what I realized is that when I joined the industry of culinary arts, it was taxing. It was too much. But what I did and my mistake is that I actually stayed in that career entirely too long. I remember I would be going to work every single day dreading it. I would have bits of anxiety going to work. And that is a big signal that you are not doing what you are meant to be doing, right? If you're dreading going to work every day, you're not supposed to be in that field of work. So, and I'm telling you guys this because I actually spent six years in that industry, six years. And not that I wasted time or that I would go back and change anything, but I do feel that if I would have walked away sooner, I would be a lot further along inside of my dream, right? Inside of where I'm supposed to be at. But a lot of us experience fear, right? We're scared. We're terrified to quit. We're terrified to walk away. We're terrified to lose the security of our jobs. But yet we suffer every time we go into our job. So if you're finding that you're leaving work and you're tired, exhausted, you're feeling taxed, all you want to do is go home and watch TV and go to sleep, you should know that should be a little signal there that, that maybe this is not the job for you. Maybe this is not what is meant for you on your life path. Because to be honest, guys, you can live your best life every single day. You can learn to work, but have the work just be your life. And that's basically what I'm doing. I don't work anymore. I live my life daily. Now, there are days when, of course, 
it takes more and you got to do more. And sometimes you get tired. But at the end of the day, I still love what I do. I'm not feeling like super negative. I'm not feeling heavy. I'm just really living through my passion. And I'm blessed to have found that. So my advice to you guys is, is really watch and feel when you get home from work every day. How do you feel? Do you like what you're doing? Because if you don't, don't be scared to make that jump. That's my number one gem for today. Do not be scared to make the jump to find a career that's for you because I am living proof that you can wake up every single day and love what you do. So first and foremost. Now, second, when I met Billy and uh, I decided to, we both decided that I would come on board full time, what I did, and this is what I did before when I was the president at the mental health facility, I sat And I figured out the goals of what needed to happen within the business, right? So I actually listed out. Now, if you guys are interested in starting your own business, you have your own business, or you want to do something kind of like what I do, um, even if you're working underneath somebody inside of a business, this can all pertain to you. So what I did is I asked, okay, what is your one-year goal? right? Give me some of your top one year goals. Give me the five top things in the first year that you want to accomplish. And we listed those things, right? And we did one priority, number one, two, three, four, and five, depending on what is the biggest priority and what is the lowest priority. So one of Billy's biggest priorities in year one was to expand the subscriber base of forbidden knowledge. So that was the top of the form, the top of the sheet that I wrote down, right? And then we broke it down from there. So now do all these other priorities, do all these other goals align with that top goal, right? Because at the end of the day, a lot of us spend our time spinning wheels. I know that because I used to spin all the wheels in the world, okay? I was in real estate and I would just be driving everywhere, having this meeting, that meeting, going to try to pull this client, going to this happy hour, trying to pull clients from over here, over there. At the end of the day, you guys, I really was just wasting gas, putting miles on my car and not really accomplishing anything because I had no goals, right? I had no intention of of priorities for that year, right? I didn't have my pyramid of what I needed to accomplish and all of my goals feeding into my one top goal of the year. I didn't have any of that structure. So when I came to Forbidden Knowledge, I'm like, okay, structure is key, you guys. Structure is key. Think about it. If you're going on a road trip, right? If you're going on a road trip, you have to figure out where is your destination, right? Where are you going to end up? If you don't know where you're going to end up, then you're just literally just driving around and maybe in circles, not knowing anywhere you're going, right? So what I'm trying to say is that you need to have goals, priorities, and intentions, right? So that everything can feed into that one place. So like a road trip, you pick your destination and then you work backwards from there. You can stop in this state to do this, this state to do this, this state to do this. But at the end of the day, this is where you're going to end up, right? So that's what we did. We made our one-year goals, five top five priorities, but the one main one, right? So everything else had to feed into that one top priority. 
I also asked, what is your five-year goals, right? What is your 10-year goals? Broke it down from there. Top five goals, five-year. Top five goals, 10-year, right? So we wrote that all down. Now we have three different lists. We have one-year, five-year, 10-year, okay? So now we see and we make sure that we can have all of these different littler goals because we're gonna keep breaking this down, right? So we took the five one-year goals and we said, okay, these are the action steps that we need to take to accomplish these goals. So like I said, you guys, the first year goal was to really increase the subscriber base of Forbidden Knowledge TV. So what are we gonna do? How are we gonna get there, right? Other goals were, okay, let's get some more workshops. Other goals were let's increase uh, e-commerce and increase some of the products within e-commerce. Now notice all of these different things, they all feed into the same thing, which is unique and great for, for forbidden knowledge. Sometimes it's not always the case, but for us, it works. So all the rest of our goals, we figured out now, what are the action steps that we need to take to accomplish these things? So we fed everything into the top goal of subscribers and we broke it down. Okay, workshops was another priority for the year. How are these workshops going to help us increase the subscriber base? So we broke it down from there. And we actually, if you guys remember, uh, two years ago, we did a whole year's worth of free workshops. Billy did a ton of free workshops for active subscribers. So that was a goal that fed into the main goal. So long story short, guys, all I'm saying is that basically know where you're going, right? Have your priorities straight and know exactly where you want to end up. When you're thinking and dreaming and wanting to manifest whatever it is you want to manifest, you have to be able to see the end goal. You have to see yourself there. I always tell people, start with the end in mind, okay? That's the gem for tonight. Start with the end in mind. Because if you can't see it, you're not going to get there. Just like the road trip. If you don't know your destination, then you're never going to get there. You're just going to be driving around in circles. So what's your goal? You know, what's your end goal? I mean, this is how you have to work backwards. This is, it's, it's really quite simple if you think about it. Entrepreneurs, you know, what business do you want to create? Figure that out. Figure out what it is and then figure out what is my intention within this business? What makes me different than other people? That's another big key. That's a key thing. Everybody is everything these days, right? We have photographers. Everybody's a photographer. Everybody's an editor. Everybody's a model. Everybody's a blah, 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 blah. There's just so many things. But really at the end of the day, we're all our own brands. That's really what it is at the end of the day. We are all different channels on like a, a, a news station, right? We're all just different channels on a, on a, on a TV. <laughs> and what makes you so different than the next person? right? What makes Forbidden Knowledge different than this TV platform over here? How do we stand out, right? So you always have to think of the create, creativeness of, of whatever you're doing. Think of ways to, to do things in a different way than everybody else 
is doing it, right? So, I mean, for instance, with Forbidden Knowledge, we do a lot of interact interactive stuff, right? We give away cars, we give away laptops, we give away all types of stuff, different stuff. We have games, you know, we're actually about to launch a a Bentley, right? Bentley giveaway for an active Forbidden Knowledge TV subscriber. And we came up with this idea because it's like, what are we going to do with this Bentley? How do we, you know, what are we going to do with it? So Billy and I sat down one day and we were like, you know what? It would be cool to involve the community somehow, some way with these Bentleys, with this Bentley. As you guys know, we already gave away a Rolls Royce. We gave away a Ford. We gave away an Audi at the Conscious Awards. Uh, we're actually raffling off my Mercedes Benz right now. And now we have this Bentley. We're like, what are we going to do with it? So, of course, of course, you know how we roll. It's different here than it is anywhere else. We are going to give away this beautiful convertible Bentley to an active subscriber of Forbidden Knowledge TV. So what we're going to request is basically an active subscriber is going to have to answer 10 different questions about 10 different shows on the TV network. And then they're going to have to submit that into a text message or email database. And then we're going to sort through and make sure that you know everyone that got all the answers right will go into a pot and then we'll pick someone out that pot and they will win a convertible Bentley. So I'm not only telling you guys about this because I'm excited about it and we're about to launch this and you guys should be excited too, but I'm telling you guys about this because we've involved the community. We've involved you guys instead of just selling the Bentley or driving the Bentley or doing another raffle or doing just whatever. Now we get to use this creative way to market and expand the subscriber base to Forbidden Knowledge. We get to have fun and interaction with the community. So now you guys can have an opportunity to win a Bentley. I mean, no one else is doing this. Is Netflix doing this? Is Prime doing this? Is, you know, Tubi doing this? I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. What makes you stand out above everybody else? And it's this type of stuff, guys. It's this type of stuff. Think outside the box, you know? Everything is, is, has been so traditional and so inside of these 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 ways and you're supposed to do it this way and you're supposed to do it that way. Well, times are changing, guys. I mean, AI is about to take over. Things are getting really wild out here. We have to start being extra creative, okay? Extra creative. So anytime we even launch a workshop, I'm thinking, hmm, how can we make this workshop better than the rest? Because honestly, everybody is doing it at this point, right? Everybody's doing these online workshops, online, um, you know, training, everything, everything you can find online these days. So what's going to make you stand out above everybody else? That's why, I mean, Blueprint for God Power too. they're doing the seven sacred prayers. I mean, as soon as you sign up and get a ticket to that class, you get seven sacred prayers from seven master teachers around the world. I mean, that's cool. That's another draw to what you're doing. I mean, Really, it's just thinking outside of the box. So how can you stand out? These are these are top gems, guys, when you're trying to create something, when you're trying to sustain something. What makes you memorable, right? 
Here's another tip and trick. So if you hit people's senses, right, all of their senses, they will be sure to remember you. So our suggestion and what we're going to be doing this next year within our conferences, et cetera, et cetera, we're going to be hitting you guys at every single sense, meaning we're hitting your mind. So you're thinking, right? You're thinking we are going to probably have some sort of essential oil. We might sage. I don't know. I haven't really come up with exactly what it is, but we're literally sight, sound, smell, touch. We are going to be hitting all of your guys' senses at these upcoming conferences, upcoming workshops, because that is going to make it memorable for you guys to come back and keep coming back and keep coming back. Those of you that were at the Conscious Awards, you could totally see and feel the energy within that building. It was so powerful. So not only are you going to be feeling this beautiful energy that this community already provides, but now we're going to be hitting your senses, sight, smell, sound, touch, taste even, taste. And uh, this is going to make our conferences that much more memorable, okay? So just these little tips and tricks, guys, of what you can do to stand out from the rest. Because to be honest, we all have these things, you know, we all have these phones and it's just so easy. It's so easy for us to do a podcast, to write a book, to, to do whatever it is that we are we, we are wanting to do at this point, which is a blessing. It's a blessing. But also, it makes it harder to be that much more successful within whatever, whatever it is you're trying to do because you have so much more competition. So make sure that you're standing out above all, okay? Um, what else when it comes to forbidden knowledge do I see? I mean... Really involvement of, of the community. Um, I love that we are very, very interactive and people are so supportive of what we do, what we stand for. And they also carry the message, right? They carry the message. So what we were able to have done is find a need and fill it, right? So a lot of people are getting sick and tired of the way things are and the way things have been because obviously it's not working so well when there's still wars, there's still homelessness. Homeless, yes, there's still there's still starvation. I mean, there are still diseases happening. There's sickness. There's it's just all kinds of stuff that's going on on, the, on this planet that honestly is not quite necessary, right? It's not it's not necessary. Starvation, homelessness. I mean, there's enough wealth in the world to feed and house everybody, everybody. But as you know, it's it's we've been following these old old systems for so long that a lot of people now are are over it, right? So you guys are starting to wake up to see that it's just not working anymore, right? And that's what I love. That's what I love about this community is that we are. The knowledge people. We are the information spreaders. You guys do take this information and share it and share it and share it with others. As I can see, because our platform is growing significantly, which means the information is getting spread. So we found a need in the world, which is change, okay? Change from where it's have been, like where it's been for the past hundred hundred years. Change, real information real knowledge. I mean, people are thirsty for this stuff at this point, right? 
because their eyes are starting to open. So another thing, another gem is to find a need and fill it. What is the need, right? What is the need? Find the need, fill it, you will be successful. Work inside of your passion. I mean, Billy talks about this all the time, guys. I mean, when you're working inside of your passion, everything comes to you. You don't really have to grind because it's literally you're just living, just like me. So I just, I honestly just live every single day. It's not work to me. Sitting down here in our studio right now, talking to you guys, it's not work for me. It literally is just me living my life, doing what I love to do. I'm feeling a need for some people out there, right? And um, I love it. I'm living inside of my passion. And because I'm living inside of my passion, I carry a good frequency, a good vibration because I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I love what I do. Now, when I was a chef and going to, to, to work every day, dreading it, right? I was not sitting inside of a good vibration, okay? I was in a vibration of irritation, of ugh, I had no energy. It was low vibe. So what was my results? What was the result in, inside of my life at that time? The result was not great stuff, right? I wasn't attracting my best life every single day. I was pretty miserable for a good solid amount. I mean, probably nine to 12 hours a day, five, six days a week. I was pretty miserable. So I was not manifesting my best life every single day. Uh, when you figure out what you love to do and you live within that passion, you'll notice other parts of your life getting so much better, getting so much easier. So really find what it is that you love to do. And when you find that, hold on and then just become the creative vessel for whatever it is that you're doing. Like what, what can you make out of it? What inside of what you love to do, where is the need inside of that, right? I mean, even if it's uh, making jewelry, right? Making jewelry. So what makes you different out of all the other jewelry makers in, in the whole world, right? What makes you different? Find out what that is. Find your niche, right? So you can stand out, get your priorities together so you can be intentional with the way that you're building every single day because micro movements create macro outcomes, okay? So the smallest little thing, but your goal, right? You're changing little tiny details throughout the day to all feed into your main goal. You're gonna hit that goal a lot sooner, a lot sooner, and it will come a lot more natural as well. So yes, really, really live inside of your passion, figure out what you want to do, and then find the need within that, feel that need, and boom, there you go. Business sustained, <laughs> business created. Um, some last little tidbits about business. Um, really, it's just be authentically who you are. Um, I used to think that I had to be a certain way to get certain roles when I was acting and modeling. I used to think that I had to dress a certain way to get certain clients. Yes, I guess that's true to a certain extent, but at the same time, I'm such a rebel that I've always authentically wanted to be who I was, right? So now I'm, I'm looking back, I was unconscious when I was modeling and acting. So of course I was kind of playing the role to get the role, right? So I was playing this, I was playing dumb. I wasn't really showing 
the true intelligence that I had because I felt like I was going to be judged for it. And then I was going to be turned down for the role. So I really, really kind of dimmed my light to make others more comfortable. And now looking back on that and being more mature and more conscious today, I would have probably never done that. I would have never done that because if you dim your make other people more comfortable, then you're really dimming your abundance. You're dimming your your divine nature. You're dimming who you're supposed to be here, who, you, who you're supposed to show up as here. So I would advise people don't don't ever do that. Show up authentically who you are. And I know when I first joined this platform, people were all put off by the way that I look. They were put off by the way that I dress. But you know what? I really learned to stop caring about things like that. Stop stop even looking in that direction because I'm so comfortable with who I am that the judgments upon me don't really affect me because I love who I am. So really stand strong with who you are authentically. Stand in your power because we all have it, right? Stand strong in your power. Don't diminish your light to make others feel more comfortable. Be who you are and and really work off of that part of your soul, right? That part of your alignment. And you can watch your life flourish, literally. I mean, I've, I've found my passion. I finally got the balls to walk away from cooking, walk away from my chef life, which was extremely hard to do. I was terrified. It was the structure that I needed. I had a paycheck coming, so I knew I was safe. Um, I was terrified to walk away. But I'm telling you, the minute that I did, I found what I love to do. So on the other side of fear is greatness. Don't be scared to make that jump. All right, guys. That is um, a wrap for episode number two of Just a Gem. I know I was kind of everywhere talking about everything, but I hope you guys got a little tidbit out of that. And uh, yeah, I'm going to see you guys next week, Monday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And yeah, see you guys in a week. Leave some comments and let me know what you guys want me to talk about. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see you guys later.